Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Monday, October 24th. The current volatility in the global equity and bond markets are driving financial advisors to seek other options for their clients, but a new survey reveals that advisors want a greater choice of private funds and alternative investment products from asset managers. The survey from Broadridge Financial Solutions shows that 67% of advisors report using such products today, up from 59% in the first quarter of 2022. Around half of current users report that they plan to increase usage over the next two years. Diversification is the most named reason for this increase increased focus on these products, 76% of advisors cite it as their top reason, with non-correlation with the markets taking second spot. Satisfaction though is lagging with only just over one quarter of advisors saying they're satisfied with the private funds and alternative investments, products and resources available through their firm. Looking at the products that could be the solution, 70% of advisors reported using real estate and REITs, 39% used commodities and 35% used private equity and venture capital. Cryptocurrencies, while gaining ground as an asset class, are not widely used by the advisors polled. Just 5% do so, unchanged from the first quarter of 2022. The survey also found that many advisors are outsourcing the investment process to focus on financial planning. Separately managed accounts are increasingly used, and 53% of current SMA users plan to increase usage in the next 12 months. Model portfolios account for 57% on average, with in-house portfolios on the rise among advisors. With asset owners still trying to decide on an adequate replacement for the 6040 portfolio, Singapore's government wealth fund GIC and MCSI have put out one potential resolution. According to Institutional Investor, investors from GIC have collaborated with an MSCI researcher to develop a new paradigm for asset allocation that tries to include macroeconomic factors in portfolio development. They think their approach to measuring risk might take the place of the once popular investment strategy, which allocated 40% to bonds and 60% to stocks. They think their approach to measuring risk might take the place of the investment strategy that allocates 40% to bonds and 60% to stocks. The report claims that during the past 20 years, demand shocks have dominated as the macroeconomic environment's primary driver. In this setting, declining economic demand pushed down growth, inflation and real rates. According to the report, this made it possible for stocks and bonds to serve as hedges against one another. Canadian consumers are tightening their belts but will find the money necessary to celebrate the holidays. Average spending will remain similar to 2021 at $790.00 despite 6 in 10 survey respondents saying they're feeling current financial strains. However, the shopping survey for the Retail Council of Canada also reveals that the way the money is spent has changed in recent years, with 62% planning to buy more meaningful gifts for a smaller number of people. Deals will also be in demand, with 6 in 10 respondents looking for bargains more than in previous years, and shopping around will be more prevalent. Waiting later to do shopping for gifts in the hope of discounts will also be common. Top concerns for holiday shopping this year are cost of living, inflation, products availability and COVID-19-related safety issues. A crackdown by the SEC and other watchdogs who have been investigating crypto's naughtiest companies is proving to be a boon for the industry, with market participants saying they're more likely to invest in the space following greater enforcement action. Bloomberg reports that almost 60% of the respondents to the latest MLiv Pulse survey indicated they viewed the recent spate of legal action in crypto as a positive sign for the asset class, whose trademark volatility has all but dissipated in recent months. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, what fresh-faced financial advisors bring to the table. Younger investors are engaged in investing and willing to pay for good advice. And clients want personal conversations. But are advisors up to it? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.